Hello everyone, it's Mr. Charlton here, and this is Audio Story 458. Now the next story has been chosen by Ethan and Hamish from Auckland in New Zealand. Hello Ethan, hello Hamish, and they have asked for the Lighthouse Keeper's Lunch. Are you ready? Okay, let's begin. The Lighthouse Keeper's Lunch by Rhonda and David Hamitage. Once there was a lighthouse keeper called Mr. Grinling. At night time, he lived in a small white cottage perched high on the cliffs. In the daytime, he rode out to his lighthouse on the rocks to clean and polish the light. Mr. Grinling was the most industrious lighthouse keeper. Come rain or shine, he tended his light. Sometimes at night, as Mr. Grinling lay sleeping in his warm bed, the ships would toot to tell him that his light was shining brightly and clearly out to sea. Each morning while Mr. Grinling polished the lighthouse, Mrs. Grinling worked in the kitchen of the little white cottage on the cliffs, concocting a delicious lunch for him, lots and lots of delicious meals for each day. Once she had prepared the lunch, she packed it into a special basket and clipped it on the wire that ran from the little white cottage to the lighthouse on the rocks. Mr. Grinling was very happy that this happened. Mrs. Grinling had prepared a particularly appetising lunch. She had made a mixed seafood salad, a lighthouse sandwich, peach surprise, iced sea biscuits, cold chicken, sausages and cheese, drinks and assorted fruit. Oh, it's making me hungry now, boys and girls. She put the lunch in the basket. She did this every day. She put it in the basket as usual and sent it down the wire. But the lunch did not arrive. It was spotted by three scavenging seagulls who set upon it and devoured it with great gusto. Clear off, you varmints! shouted Mr. Grinling, but the seagulls took not one little bit of notice. Oh, this is the most delicious food I've ever had, said one of the seagulls. Scrumptious lunch, Tom, said the other. She's a great cook, Fred, said the third seagull. They ate every little bit. That evening, Mr. and Mrs. Grinling decided on a plan to baffle the seagulls. Tomorrow I shall tie the napkin to the basket, said Mrs. Grinling. Of course, my dear, agreed Mr. Grinling. A very sound plan. A very sound plan indeed. They'll have to try harder than this to stop us, Bert. The seagulls got to the food again. On Tuesday evening, Mr. and Mrs. Grinling racked their brains for another plan. Oh, they're a brazen lot, those seagulls, said Mrs. Grinling. Brazen indeed, said Mr. Grinling. What shall we do, love? Our cat does not appear to like seagulls, said Mrs. Grinling. No, my dear, said Mr. Grinling. Hamish is an accomplished seagull chaser. Hmm, yes he is. Of course, exclaimed Mr. Grinling. Tomorrow Hamish can guard the lunch. A most ingenious plan, agreed Mr. Grinling. They really wanted to get the food to Mr. Grinling. Hamish did not think that this plan was ingenious at all. He spat and hissed at Mrs. Grinling as she secured him into the basket. There, there, Hamish, said Mrs. Grinling. I'll have a tasty piece of herring waiting for you when you arrive home. Hamish the cat was not happy one little bit. Sadly, flying did not agree with Hamish. 
His fur stood on end when the basket swayed, his whiskers drooped when he peered down at the wet blue sea, and he felt much too sick even to notice the seagulls, let alone scare them away from the lunch. Pretty pussy, like a piece of lobster. Ah, this food gets better every day, Fred. Aren't you going to chase us, pussy? Come on, Hamish the cat, come and chase us. Once again, the food was taken by the seagulls. Lack a dear, lack a dear, said Mr. Grinling sadly. Meow, meow, agreed Hamish pitifully. The cat did not do his job. On Wednesday evening, Mr. and Mrs. Grinling racked their brains again for a new plan. What shall we do? said Mr. Grinling. Mrs. Grinling looked thoughtful. I have it, she exclaimed. Just the mixture for hungry seagulls. Indeed, my dear said Mr. Grinling. What have you got in mind? Wait and see, said Mrs. Grinling. Just wait and see. Mustard sandwiches, chuckled Mrs. Grinling. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Mustard sandwiches, chuckled Mr. Grinling. A truly, truly superb plan, my dear. Truly, truly superb. They will not like the mustard. On Thursday morning, Mrs. Grinling carefully packed the mustard sandwiches and sent them off down the wire to the expectant seagulls. Oh, Fred, this is disgusting. Fred, Fred. The seagulls did not like the food. On Friday, Mrs. Grinling repeated the mustard mixture. All right, boys, let's go and have lunch elsewhere. It's the same as yesterday's lunch, Fred. I don't like it. Oh, it's absolutely disgusting. So on Saturday... Up in the little white cottage on the cliffs, a jubilant and very happy Mrs. Grinling put away the mustard pot before she prepared a scrumptious lunch for Mr. Grinling. While he waited for his lunch during the lighthouse on the rocks, Mr. Grinling sang snatches of old sea shanties as he surveyed the coastline through his telescope. And this is what he saw. The seagulls were actually stealing food from all the fishermen who were out to sea. But that was very good for Mr. Grinling, because they wouldn't steal his food. Oh, well, such a life, mused Mr. Grinling as he sat down to enjoy a leisurely lunch in the warm sunshine, and he ate every single piece of the delicious food. The end. Boys and girls, what a fantastic story, taking us all the way out to sea and to the lighthouse. I really, really enjoyed that story. I actually remembered reading that story when I was a little boy at school. It is superb. I will see you all very soon on Mr. Charlton's Audio Stories. Three, two, one. Bye, bye, bye.